Welcome to the Morale Booster Network, a platform for entrepreneurs, career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. I remain your host, Dr. John Ugulu. I am an author, speaker, and strategist. I always say experience is the best teacher. You can stream or download this podcast from YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Google Podcast, Player FM, and Pandora. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, everybody. Good evening from Atlanta, Georgia. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're watching or listening to this program from. If you're just joining us for the first time, my name is Dr. John Ugulu, and I am the host of the Morale Booster podcast. Before I get started for today, I want you to please like and share this broadcast. Like and share this broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. So basically what we do is we provide you with motivational and inspirational messages that can help you move from where you are to where you want to be. It could be in your business, your career, your relationship, or it could be in your, uh, it could be in your daily life. All right. So like and share this broadcast. I'll be so happy that our message gets to your friend, your family member. So right now we're currently streaming on multiple platforms. We are on uh, streaming on YouTube, our Facebook, um, you know, uh, LinkedIn, and several other platforms on podcast as well. Um, today we had a guest who couldn't um, show up. She was supposed to be here on this program, and uh, she couldn't show up for you know due to some family engagement but however we have um, promised our viewers our audience that we would constantly provide motivational messages for them and that's why i am here today so my question for you who's listening to me right now is how are you how is life I will be here with you for another 20 minutes and I promise not to take much of your time. It's going to be about 20 minutes and this 20 minutes will be life changing. It will be life changing for you who's a leader. It will be life changing for you who is thinking of a career change. It will be life changing for you who's trying to get into a relationship. It will be life-changing for you who has a business already, but going through challenging times. So I want you to always remember that everything in life is a cliche, but it is whenever that cliche resonates with you that truly and really matters. So I want you to grab a pen, Grab a notepad, a piece of paper, a notebook, whatever you feel comfortable writing on. And this is going to, you know, this message I have to share with you right now 
is going to have a lot of information that would help you move from where you are to where you want to be. So thank you so much for your time. And I promise not to take much of your time. So I have a question for you who's listening to me. And my question is, what habits or associations do you need to eliminate in your life? Think about it. Let me ask it one more time. What habits or associations do you, who's listening to me right now, need to eliminate in your life? Think about it. Now, I remember when I was much younger, I was in high school. My dad had a plot of land that was free. And that land was just directly beside the house we were living. And for some reason, I would always walk through that bare land. And I was always thinking, hey, I could do something on this plot of land. I was still very young. I was like um, maybe like 12 then. Yeah, I was like about 12 years old. But one day it occurred to me that I could plant something there, a crop or something there. And I walked up to my dad and I said, dad, would you be willing to allow me plant maize and yam on that empty plot of land that you have? And behold, my dad was so excited. He was so excited. Like, are you kidding me? You want to plant something? Yeah, because we were already learning how to plant crops in school based on um, studying agricultural science. And I said, yes, I would love to do that. So our tutor had already taught us how to plant maize. And my dad asked me how I was gonna get the maize plant. And I said, dad, our neighbor over there, he's always coming home with lots of uh, maize and I can get some from him and, and, and just plant. He said, okay, no problem. To cut the long story short, my dad gave me the permission. And I took maize and I planted them, you know, the seeds planted them. And what I noticed was that when you plant these seeds, after a while, the seed will have to die before it can germinate. That's exactly what happened. The seed, every seed you plant would have to at some point die before it can become a tree, right? And that's the same thing about life. That's the same thing about life. That's the same thing about whatever vision you have. That's the same thing about whatever ideas you have. At some point, that's just the way the seed would have to die before it becomes a tree. Some habits or associations in your life will have to die 
for you to become who you need to become. And guess what? I successfully planted the maize. And after some time, it grew. I started nurturing it. And it got to a point where I had to harvest them. The harvesting season was a joyful season for all of us, including my dad. He was so excited. So my question again to you is, what habits or associations will need to die in your life for you to become who you need to become? And I know sometimes we find it challenging to let go of the habits and associations that tend to set us up for failure. Oh, yes. But instead, what do we do? We focus more on the difficulties of making those necessary changes. And at some point, we get so comfortable. We get extremely, when I say extremely, we get so, so comfortable. We get so comfortable with the ease of staying the same. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what's going through your mind right now. I don't know what plans you have for yourself. I don't know what plans you have for your life. Well, here's what I want to remind you and tell you right now. That some of those habits or associations would need to go. And I want to share with you just five tips on how to make that happen. Five tips on how to get started. The first tip is we need to conduct an assessment. Yes, we need to conduct an assessment. All right, conduct an assessment to know what is necessary. Conduct an assessment to know those things that aligns with our values. Oh yes, sure. Without an assessment, you would feel you are doing the right thing. And what's the, what's the role of an assessment? It is to help you know if you're doing well or if you're doing badly. Although it's not a bad thing to do badly. If you're doing badly, it means you are even trying, right? But that assessment would help you understand where you are at every given point. We must learn to constantly conduct assessments of our lives. Whatever we do, if you are a leader, if you are leading a team, if you are in a relationship, if you are a business owner, if you are employed, you need to always do what we call an assessment because that's what would help you know where you are at that point in time. Germany Kent once said, to become the best possible you, you must first focus on becoming a better you. Yes, 
That's what Germany can't say. To become the best possible you, you must first focus on becoming a better you. And how can you become a better you if you don't know where you are currently? To conduct, number one, an assessment. You can do it weekly. You can do it monthly. You can do it daily. Whatever works for you. Conduct that assessment. And number two, when you conduct the assessment, the next thing you should do is try to figure out those that help you align with your values. Yes. Figure out those that align with your values, those that would help you stay aligned with the values that keep you going. Oh, yes. Because you yourself have to change first or nothing will change for you. That's a quote from Hideaki Sorachi. Hideaki said, you who's listening to me, me who's talking to you, have to lead. Hideaki said, you yourself have to change first or nothing will change for you. I want you to think about I love that quote. I remember being a very shy person. So shy that I couldn't even imagine myself speaking in front of a camera or speaking in front of an audience. I was called upon a long time ago to come and give a toast at my brother's wedding. When they called me, I wasn't told before the wedding that I will be called to give a toast. And you know, my dad was already late at that time. He passed. So we, we, we didn't have a father at that point. And behold, I was called. This shy man, this man who used to be extremely shy, I was called upon. Not just to come and give a toast, to come to the stage, to climb the stage. Hold a microphone and look into the crowd and speak. I was dumbfounded. But I was lucky that even with my shyness, I always had this attitude of an achiever. I never believed in backing down. So when they called me, I got up, even though I was shaking internally, even though I was scared. Shy. In my mind, I was saying, hey, John, don't worry. Before you get to that stage, before they hand the mic over to you, you would be able to think of what to say. And as I was climbing the stage, I realized that nothing came to my mind to say. It was still blank. So I was trying to buy time. I was hugging everybody on the stage. Hey, how are you? Congratulations. I was hugging the bride, hugging the groom, shaking everybody. Before I could say Jack, someone tapped me on the back. Who was that person? It was the MC. <laughs> he said, here's the mic. Oh, my God. Have you ever been in that situation? If you have ever been in that situation, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. A shy person? called to the stage to deliver a toast. Mm. 
I collected the mic. And behold, even at that point, when the microphone was handed to me, I still didn't know what to say. <laughs> and I decided to buy more time by saying, hello, everybody. They said, hi. I said, okay, can we all fill up our glasses for a toast? And while they were doing that, I was still hoping that before they fill up their glasses, I would find out or know what to say. Lo and behold, their glasses were filled and I still didn't know what to say. But as luck would have it, there was a movie I watched some time ago, a long time ago, where some successful men came together and they were um, celebrating their success. And one of them grabbed a drink and the others you know, did the same. And that person said, let's give a toast to health, wealth, and success. That movie just that movie scene just flashed through my mind, and I immediately made up my mind that that's exactly what I was going to say. And I said that I said, "Okay, let's give a toast to the bride and the groom, to health." Everybody said, "To health, to wealth, and success," and that was all I said. And they clapped. I went down to my seat in shame that at my brother's wedding, I couldn't even say something. I couldn't even come up with something original. At that point, I knew that something in my life had to change. At that point, I knew that I wasn't going to continue with that shyness. I knew that something had to die in my life. I knew shame had to be buried in my life, but I just didn't know how to go about it. And that's what a lot of us struggle with. We have ideas, we have plans, we have goals, but we don't even know how to go about it. And how is one thing, one question that automatically triggers limiting beliefs? That's why Hideaki said, you yourself have to change first or nothing will change. At that moment, at that wedding, I knew something had to change in my life. So figure out those things that help you align with your values. And the third thing you need to do is to get rid of those that do not align with your values. After conducting the assessment, figure out what is useful, necessary, and after that you do an elimination process. Eliminate immediately those things that would not help you grow, those things that would not help you become a better version of yourself. And what did I do? I knew I had to be on a search, a constant search for ways on how to overcome shyness. So after the elimination method, what do you do? The next thing you do is to find yourself a tribe. Find yourself a tribe. When I mean a tribe, a tribe of like-minded people, a tribe of people who would constantly encourage you to become a better version of yourself. A tribe of people 
who would only see the good in you, a tribe of people who would only see the positivity in your vision. Today I was talking to a friend and I said that it is hard for an entrepreneur to be in a relationship with somebody who doesn't believe in entrepreneurship. It is hard. I told him that when you get into such a relationship, you should know from the onset that when you are grinding, when you are in that grinding phase of your business, in that nurturing phase, that person would not see the good. That person would only constantly see your failures and complain about them. That person would only constantly see that you're always spending money and the money is not coming back. That person would not see it from the angle that you are investing and that investment would one day pay off. No. But you would do your best to let them know that it is your vision. But you need a tribe who believes in what you're doing. Those who don't believe in your vision, they are not bad people. They are not bad people. They are just blinded to your vision. Because when God gave you that vision, he gave it to you and you alone. God gave it to just you, which means you are the only person who can see it, right? But when you find a tribe of like-minded people, in my book titled The Morale Booster, I talked about hanging around positive minds only, PMO, positive minds only, people who believe in your vision. Because it is okay to believe in people's belief in you until your belief system kicks in. So that's where the tribe comes in. Find the right tribe. And number five, apply the rule of repetition. Apply what? The rule of repetition. Repetition is one of the most powerful tools on earth. I'm sure you do see all this advertisement on TV, all these big companies spending billions and millions of dollars doing adver advertising for their products. They know why. Their primary goal is to capture your subconscious mind. Because you know we have two minds, right? We have the conscious mind and we have the subconscious mind. But that will be a topic for another day. The, sub, the conscious mind is the mind that just receives everything that comes in. It receives, it filters, it throws out. But the subconscious mind is where you want your habits to be. Because nothing gets to the subconscious mind without repetition. It is repetition that gets things in your subconscious mind. Because your subconscious mind is your hard drive. Those habits that you have. They are all in your subconscious mind because whatever gets into your subconscious mind, it sticks. But I'm not going to go into much details right now. You can purchase my book titled The Morale Booster. There I talked about all these. Those companies who spend millions of dollars 
repeating the same adverts, repeating, repeating, repeating it. They're doing it so they can get into your subconscious mind. So whatever habits you have eliminated, whatever habits you have decided would remain with you, you have to constantly practice them. I always tell people, how can we replace bad habits? How can we get rid of bad habits? How can we get rid of habits that do not align with our principles? It is by replacing those bad habits with some good habits. For example, if you smoke cigarettes and you feel it's a bad habit and you think it's high time you stopped it, you can't just go all out and stop it cold turkey. No, you have to replace smoking with a better habit. For example, you can say, okay, you know what? Right now, instead of smoking, I'll only be chewing carrots. Or instead of smoking, I'll take oranges. Or instead of smoking, I'll purchase apples. If you feel that you spend so much time in nightclubs, at the strip clubs, and you feel you have gotten to that point where you want to get rid of that, what can you do? You can replace those hours, those, you know, that time of the day, you can replace it with the gym. You can say, you know what? I'm going to, you know, bring some friends together. Instead of us going to the club, we would start going to the gym within those hours. All right? Yes, you can do that. Replace a bad habit. The easiest way is to replace it with a better habit, a good habit. <coughs> All right? So that's how it works. That is how it works. So I, I, just, I just want you to know that no matter where you are in your life, in your career, in your business, in your relationship, you should always remember that a seed must die to become a tree. And that's the same thing that would happen to you if you make up your mind this moment to become a better version of you. Yes, a tree, a seed would have to die. A bad habit would have to die. Oh, yes, it will have to die for you to become a better you. So I want you to think about it. Like I said, I wasn't going to spend much of your time. But I don't know what you who's listening to me think about yourself. Neither do I know what the people around you think about you. But one thing that I know for sure about you, 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 you who's listening to me, is that you are an abode of greatness. You have all it takes to become a better version of you. I used to be so shy that I couldn't even imagine myself speaking. My mom would call me and say, John, when I was pregnant with you, I used to always have this dream. And in this dream, I'll see a tall, dark-skinned man 
dressed in suit, holding a microphone and speaking to a crowd. And whenever my mom said that, I would always interrupt her and say, Mom, I know your dreams do come to pass. But this particular dream, Mom, will not happen. You know why? She would say, why? I'll say, because right now I am struggling with an intense shyness. My mom, being an optimist, would say, John, don't worry. Just wait and see. And when she's saying that, she'll be smiling. You'll say, don't worry, my son. Wait and see. And guess what? Today, her prophecy came to pass. Right now, I am microphone hungry. I cannot be in a room without my voice being heard. I cannot be in a place without my voice being heard. This was that young man who used to always shy away. What happened? I had to rise above that limiting belief of shyness. I had to step up. I had to allow that seed of shyness die within me. So my question to you again, once more, is what habits or associations do you need to eliminate in your life starting from today? Think about it. Think about it. I want you to remember that you are an abode of greatness. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Tell the person who is standing next to you or the person who is looking at you or the next person you see when you step out of where you are. Tell that person that it is your time to rise and shine. Just say that. Say, it is my time to rise and shine. Take care of yourself. And remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Like and share this broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. And be safe out there. Cheers.